T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Station. This message will self-destruct. What time is the danger? What time is the danger? It's time to begin the football weekend. And as they say in Tinseltown, roll up. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray. They had pride. They had talent. They had hats and t-shirts. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Dirt and Spray on 1080 The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spray on Portland Sports Leader. 1080 The Fan. Red Polly, Red Polly. Red right, 24 dollars. 59. 4-3 Dallas, ready? What is happening? Happy Football Friday, one of the last ones of the year. God, isn't that sad? It's tragic. So sad. It's very tragic. It comes and goes so quickly every year. Yes, the build-up, the excitement. Yes, we we dive headfirst in. We still got two months of it. Well, the NFL, yeah, but it's not the same when it's only the NFL. Mm. I love the NFL. It just it's uh, it's not the same. I like my Saturdays and my Sundays, my split, the separation of church and state. Wow. I need this. I don't. You need... got Army Navy this weekend. You do. You do have Army Navy this weekend, which is a great game. But you after got that, some it's a FCS bunch of playoff action. If you, you need to go there, <laughs> nobody's, okay. nobody's no nobody nobody cares. nobody's gonna watch. Nobody cares. Nobody's gonna. Nobody watch. I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to help. I never really get a. I got to be honest. This is the trust tree here. I like the visual in the end. I I I don't really get up for the Army Navy thing. I do. I enjoy that. I mean, I got to work tomorrow. But if I didn't, I would probably sit around and watch that entire game. Bet the under. Bet you bet the under every bet year. The under. The only issue year. I got this year. And, I think Vegas uh, has figured it out. What's the over under in the game? Thirty two and a half. Nah, they still haven't figured it out. I'm still going under. That number should be like twenty. <laughs> I'm still going under on that one. It's like ten to six every year. The best part about it is you usually get great uniforms every year, and I don't really know what Navy's doing this year. I didn't mm. understand this either. They're going like a NASA jersey. Yeah, it's they're doing the space thing, and I thought you know, Trump I, created Space Force. There's like an actual branch of space. Yes, we do there have is. A, a Space Force. So yes. like what are they doing there? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 obviously, there's some conjunction there with Navy and NASA. I just, like, this is your one moment to shine all season. It's when people watch Navy football. Like, this is when we get excited, Army, Navy. And they have such badass uniforms every year, having NASA on the side. I just, eh, I'm kind of out on that. I think my coffee lid is old and not washed. Yeah, the coffee lid is a pretty key thing to wash. It smells awful every time I take a drink of coffee. How often do you wash your coffee mug? Well, I, I do it every day, but I grab... You wash your coffee mug every day? Wait. I don't. You just rinse it out? Yeah, I just rinse right. it. I mean, it's just new coffee going in there the next day. It's the same thing every day. Here's more coffee. It's, but, like a, it's a metal tin. 
The lid doesn't smell? No. What? Not really. I mean, I get in there when I wash it, and I'll scrub it. I mm. take the top off. You get in the little nooks and crannies. Make sure you clean it out. Yeah, this one I grabbed right out of the dishwasher, and it uh, it, it doesn't smell great, Bob, every time I take a drink of coffee. Well, but controversial there, too. You can't be putting stainless steel in the dishwasher. What the hell's the matter with you, bro? No, the, the lid. You can't put the lid in the dishwasher. you got to wash it by hand. That's why it stinks. Wait, what? Yeah. Your dishwasher doesn't wash your dishes? No, it washes my dishes, but I think there's some things that are better washed by hand so you can get the meticulous care that is needed in order to clean the parts that need to be cleaned. The problem is I don't think we have a little switch on our dishwasher for my daughter, and it says clean or dirty. You switch uh -huh. it back and forth. Right, you flip it up, flip it down. It's flipped to, to clean. I don't think this has been clean. I think this is a dirty lid. That's a, that's a bit of a problem. So it smells like a foot. Th that's like 20% of marriage communication. Dishwasher clean or dirty? Dirty! Okay! <laughs> Well, guess whose job it is? Who's it's mine. It's your, you're the <laughs> so dishwasher guy. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nobody to blame but myself today. This is all on you, buddy. This is all on you. You know, I, I went to the Blazer game last night, and uh, it, it was heartbreaking. It was one of the better games I've seen Dame play. Yeah, that really sucked. That really chapped my ass at the end of the night. It chaps everybody's asses uh, when you get 40 points and 12 assists from your number one player and your number two player scores six points, and even the last bucket he got, everybody's like, Ugh. Don't shoot that. Yeah, it's kind of a rattle home shot. <laughs> Not very comfortable. He made it, but, you know, everyone's like, oh, I don't know if I want this dude shooting because he played Awful. That's the worst game I've ever seen Anthony Simons play in my life. Yeah, not your night, buddy. Not your night. Not not the Blazers' night. I think I'm a jinx, so I won't go to another game this year. Thank you. Um, Take one for the team. I enjoyed our halftime show, though. What was it? What was at halftime? It, it was the great uh, Slotic. Have you heard of this guy? No. If I describe him, you'll go, oh, yeah, I've heard of him. I've seen him. That guy. He's the old guy that stacks chairs. Yes. <laughs> the stair jacking yeah. guy. And he just Stacking keeps guy. going to the top. And to then the top, he does a the handstand at the top. He or does whatever. a handstand at the very top. And he's like 75 years old now or something. 64 years young. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, he was at the top of the chairs. And What do you think he's pumping in his veins? <laughs> you know, he does like a really cool thing. Like he gets to the first chair. And he, a part of his thing is he sells the performance. He's a little bit of a Vegas showman. Yeah, and he's like, hands out, like, voila. Yes. And he's like, makes these facial expressions and gets the crowd going. And uh, I don't know what he what he's pumping it. He's 64 and he's doing this. And my brother-in-law and I were really nervous watching this because I've seen him perform before. <laughs> and you're just wondering when the last performance is Yeah, the chairs were getting wobbly at the end, and I was like, I, I leaned over and I'm like, I'm not going to watch an old man die here. If he falls, <laughs> I'm turning away. It'd be a hell of a story for the show, though, would it not? Watching an old man perish in the middle of the Blazers you were there. Court? You were there the halftime that somebody died doing a performance. Well, here's the other for weird For your part. entertainment. Dance. I uh, what's funny is he got the crowd going pretty good, and at the end he he walks off, and the crowd just stops caring. And he like, I think he expects the crowd to like keep going crazy for him. <laughs> he wants a standing ovation. He wants an encore. Encore, another chair. Well, he's walking to the tunnel to get off the court, and like a couple people are saying, "Hey, good job" or whatever. But like he was walking like looking for people to shout him out and give him some love, and he wasn't getting a whole lot of it. <laughs> But I, I was wondering, if he was to have perished last night, mm -hmm. if he is to fall off the top chair, which is probably roughly 25 feet up, I mean, he's pretty, he's not that far from the Jumbotron. He got up there. He gets up there. If he is to ever perish in the middle of a court, falls, 
Splat. <laughs> Slotic is gone. Bye, Slotic. Do they do they not play the second yeah, half? Yeah, like, do you just clear a body, wipe the blood up, and then you just lace them up and you play the second half of a basketball game after everybody watched him die? I think you just move the drill. Really? Just say, we're going to go, we're going to go play on, let's play half court this time. Wow. No, you probably cancel the game. I yeah. I don't know how the play if if there if there's significant blood on the floor I don't think you cancel the game that's the uncomfortable part out loud I think they just move the body act like he's not dead just don't tell the teams nobody say anything don't put the sheet over the body until we get to the back why is it so quiet in the arena in the second half what happened I thought we played great in the first half God it'd be awkward as hell of all the things that you could get into for a career dare I say the traveling circus that goes to arenas is would be like near the bottom of my list the halftime performers the at half- the bottom of your list the, really it, that would suck because you're constantly on the road. You're, it's not like you're flying private. Those people aren't making millions of dollars. I'm sure they make an okay living. What do you think he gets paid per show? We were also spitballing this. Oh God, per show. My guess was about two grand. Yeah, and I think he's asking for straight cash, homie. Two grand, twenty five hundred, something yep. like that. Yep. But then you got to go to the next town and do it again. Then you got to go to the next town and do it. Again. There's only one. You can only do it once in Portland. Now you're gone. See you later. Where's Where's he going next? Where's this, Where's he going? I don't know where his next well, destination there, is. There's seemingly. There's a circuit for the NBA halftime show. There's like six or seven. You got the bull stacking girl on the unicycle. Yeah, Red Panda, right? Red Panda. Panda. You've got the. um, You got the gay brothers in the G strings that are spray painted gold. Yes, you have them. There was for a while. I don't know if they're still doing it. There was the the man and woman that would they would change their outfit twenty seven times, like walking through. Oh, yeah. the confetti and yep. that sort of thing. You've got the guy whose dog walks all over his ass. Yes. Yeah, that guy's cool. Yep. That guy's cool. His little wiener dogs walking all over him. He's I think like it's a chihuahua. Yeah, a chihuahua. Smart chihuahua. So yeah. yeah, there's like there's like a circuit, like six or seven or eight of those acts, and they're at NBA arenas all over the place. How's he shipping those chairs to the next stop? I don't know. I, Is I that also, a carry on. Is that a uh, <laughs> checking that bag? Well, they're they're they're. They're pegged as like regular chairs, right? Of course they're not. There's some. There's, there's like a, a magnet or something. something. I think because he yeah. was lining them up, and it's not just that he was lining them up you know to be perfectly on top of each other he was like lining them they, up they affix to each other and his somehow. his hand i caught his hand like kind of shaking it to make sure it's nice and sturdy to the other chair not gonna go anywhere that didn't matter though because he did get to the top and it he had a moment where it got a little wobbly that would have been a that would have been a hell of an opening segment. Uh, and the prices. I mean, I've been to a game since pre-COVID, so uh, I'm going to be old fuddy-duddy here. But I guess you it's, limited it to one beer. It's bendy, <laughs> no question. Yeah, it, it went to a one beer minimum, uh, and I got a crunch wrap at like a random off-cart one. That wasn't. It was like right by where they do the halftime show. Sure. Uh, Did you go scream and yell at Brooke? No, I had a listener. <laughs> No, I, I didn't do that to her, but I did have a listener shoot me a screenshot. I guess they caught me. I was walking past that because we were not too far. Our seats weren't too far from where that was. Uh-huh. And somebody caught me, and I think it's the post game because I look miserable. <laughs> Just all angry walking out of there. It was very frustrating. <laughs> they, they shouldn't have lost that game. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was tough. I was excited to play the song to talk about Damian Lillard and his performance. When he hit that three, that was that was like Dame. That was vintage Dame. Game over. Knocked down a three. 
You kidding me? To, to give them the lead in that moment and then to give up an open look basically on the other end, a little, little frustrating. Well, a little it, frustrating. it wasn't so much an open look. It was just the fact that you bit on a step-back move. I told my brother-in-law this. I'm like, it's so much easier to say this in my car as I'm driving home as a non-pro athlete. It's a Monday morning quarterback thing. Yeah, it, 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 def- it always usually is. But you just have to – and Chauncey, I think, said this in the post game. You just have to know if at minimum he beats you for a layup. It's a tie game. It's a tie game. There is no move conceivably that you should be biting on. You play up on him and yes. you play up on him tight. And if he gets you on the dribble, yes. so damn be it. But he was off. And then he did the step back, and I went, oh, no, because Murray started getting it going there at the end. Yeah, he was getting hot in the fourth quarter. And just straight cash money through the net. But you're right. Dame hit that shot. I was thinking what everybody else was thinking. Dame time. And I I was even ready to do the cliche national TV hot take thing. I was ready mentally. I was like, I think I'm going to go in tomorrow. During the timeout after Dame hits, I think (laughs) think I'm going in tomorrow, and I'm proclaiming that, indeed, a clutch gene is real. Because whatever it is, however you measure it, whether it's just the nerves are calmer, the confidence is more, I don't know what it is, but he definitely has something to play up to the theatrics. I'm not suggesting he's more clutch than Michael Jordan or anybody else you want to put in that category. (laughs) But the amount of shots I've seen that man hit, even in losses, in big moments, it's almost startling. Like, you, you, he, he shoots it. And he shot that step back three, and I couldn't believe it was the same shot he hit on the Thunder. Yeah, and Similar what did spot it on the floor? Shrap, just straight net. And I'm just like, this it's a really difficult look too. I, do people? Uh, <laughs> like people he's got like two that play tall sports. Ass dudes jumping in his face. If you play sports, you get it. If you don't, you just can't put into your brain how difficult a shot that is. You can't make that shot when nobody's on the court guarding you. <laughs> right. You put a six four dude on you. <laughs> it's not happening, man. That's, yeah, and for whatever it is, he just has this ability where when his team needs it, he just comes up big. And I thought they won the game yesterday, and, you know, God bless our all-star Jeremy Grant. I have no real slander to say to that man. He would have had a bigger game if he didn't get in foul trouble, but Mm -hmm. he bit on a move when you should. You just can't bite on that move. You can't bite on that move, and that makes two really heartbreaking losses in the last, like, week plus. Blowing that, what was it, an 18-point, whatever it was, lead against the Clippers. I know Dame wasn't playing, but the Clippers were without their guys. You had Norm Powell get hot in the fourth quarter. You still shouldn't lose that game. You never can lose that game. And then to blow, which was, what, a 10-point lead, whatever it was, early in the fourth quarter, against Denver, and it felt like it was just super quick. Like, you look up and you're like, all right, Blazers are in control of this game, and then you're like, hey, wait a minute, why are we down by four? What happened here? It was a really quick flip. And credit to Denver, man, they're a good team, and Murray's back, and he got hot in the fourth quarter. But when you got your star going for 40 points on 22 shots with 12 assists, hitting those kind of threes, those big moments late in the game, God, that it just it stings when you blow a performance like that. I mean, any game that you lose when Drew Eubanks hits a three, I think you've <laughs> lost a game that you shouldn't lose. We had a Drew Eubanks three last night. Uh, he shot that so confident <laughs> that I went, oh, I didn't know he could do this. I mean, he can't really do it, but sure. He, he, he made one. You, you know who else hit a couple threes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know he did. Oh, yeah, you did. He actually wasn't terrible last night. Foul oh, trouble? Had, yeah, he had one of his better games yeah. of the year. Yeah. I mean, he showed up, and he he put up a good fight against Jokic. It's just you're reminded as you watch this, and Jokic is 
routinely hitting these three-foot shots that most people miss because it's so close. It's just amazing. He's automatic. The touch. The no-jump little moonshot from five feet. It's just the touch (laughs) is, it's guard-like. It's point guard floater-like, you know? It's, It's unbelievable. You're reminded every time. Nurkic played maybe one of his best games ever against Jokic last night. And you're reminded, oh, yeah, that's why they chose Jokic and not Nurkic. <laughs> the guy who had 33-10-9, that guy? Is that, that the, re- the reason they out-rebounded Portland by 10? <laughs> yeah. La- I mean, look, we could you could go a million ways with why you lose a game like that. Anthony Simons lost you the game. Yeah, he's got to show up and play better. He's been great lately. I know. You're, I'm you're not going to trash him too much. He, he played his worst game of his career. It's a stinker. I'm sure he went home and felt miserable about it. But that's that's it boils down to just that. Yeah, if he shows up, you win that game. The officiating, I thought, was horrible on both ends of the floor. Like, but, dear God, just get out of the way. And how many technicals do we need? Bones High, like, I'm not even a Nug fan. Bones Highland got an awful technical Random foul. tech out of nowhere. You're like, why is Portland shooting a free throw? Oh, Denver got a technical foul. Justice Winslow got a technical, <laughs> and I know he said something, but like he wasn't in the face. He was away from the ref. Like, yeah. No, because he flipped the ball at the, the standard after the foul call. That's what uh, they did. Come on. That, that, they do that all I the time. Nurkic, Nurkic earned his tech. Yeah, Nurkic yeah, he heaved it into the he second row, the over the basket, <laughs> into the end zone crowd. I, that one, but I'm like, Draymond steps to these dudes every Every night I and know. basically threatens to murder them. And they're like, Dre, careful. <laughs> Come on, that's your first warning. Bones Highland probably said, man, get the F out of here. And it's like, beep, technical. <laughs> Shooting free throws. I just want to do a quick shout out before we get going because I think KT's calling in today. Oh, okay. He hasn't said he's not calling in. So um, I want to shout out our producer, Jason Swigard. Jason T. Swigard. He is Sober, yes. He's actually awake, yes. He is, and he is actually here doing his job. Whereas a year ago today, <laughs> was that a year ago today? That was, well, I don't know if it was no, actual it was... day, but a year ago, roughly yeah, in this yeah. time frame, he <laughs> chose to go to a party and act as if he was 22 <laughs> and fell asleep during a commercial break, and we had to wake him up so we could play a rejoinder. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, yeah, that happened. Yeah. That happened. Thank you, Swag. Thank you. You guys missed a good time though last night. I'm yeah. sure it sounded like a good. time. I had a great man. time. I was yeah. at a Blazer game. I had great seats. Come I had a by delightful and, night. You know, not paid for food and alcohol before you went to the game and needed a loan. Yeah, but I didn't want to. I had, I was with my brother-in-law and I didn't want to make him go to a work function he doesn't work at. And I, I, it I, was look. very non. You could have found your way into a little uh, booth cubby hole. We had the hole upstairs. You could have come in and said hi to everybody. I, Food I, was excellent. Yeah, they I, had handmade corn dogs that were out of this world. Yeah, I know. I've, had, I've had a corn dog before. I love I, corn dogs. Uh, I just, I wouldn't call it social anxiety. I know most of those people. I just don't really, like, I don't know. I, I feel like I get to a point where I'm just fake laughing too much and I'm forcing conversation and, like, now I'm mentally tired and then I got to go to a basketball game. <laughs> got to go drink a $14 beer now. I took more crap for not going last night than Dirt did. <laughs> What's up with that? I'm old, man. What do you want from me? All You're right? two years younger than I am. God, I'm old. I was reading my book. It was a great Thursday You're night. You're 33 years old. <laughs> the oldest 33-year-old I've ever I am almost life. 34, okay? It's like a month away from 34. What book are you reading again? It's about the Pope and World War II. Yeah, your your legs are like <laughs> half in a blanket, and you're laying on your bed reading a book at 8.30 at night. I had a delightful night watching Thursday Night Football, Blazer. Well, the Blazer game sucked, but at the end it of it, It was actually a good game. It was a great it game. It was a great game. It sucks when the ending like that, when yeah, it ends like that. It does. It it's, takes all the enjoyment out of it, because that was a really fun basketball game. I'm picturing Dirt watching this game, and he's got a nightcap 
and he's got he's holding his candle and he's about to put the candle out as the game ends before you go to bed. <laughs> before I get visited by the Christmas the ghost of Christmas past, present, and future. <laughs> you bah humbug. I might buy you that outfit for Christmas. <laughs> I'd rock PJs. that up. I'd rock would the old school outfit. Would you sleep in that? Yeah, no, I wouldn't sleep in it, but I'd wear him around the house. Uh, and I'll say it again. I've said it before. I am very happy for this guy. It's not a shot. I'm still weirded out hearing Mike Lynch on post game plays or stuff. Yeah, it's just it's going to take a while. It's still taking a while. For love me. you, Mike. I do love Mike. Uh, good guy. All right, let's get it going. We got loaded show, Dirt and Sprague, uh, on this beautiful Friday. We get it going next. On the- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, I think KT, I think we're going to talk to KT coming up here. He's coming off an 0-3 weekend. I think he's sub-500 now. Uh, I don't believe so. Did he have Check a three and zero, and then an zero and three? I believe so. Yeah, no. he is twenty one and eighteen. I hate those when you go like from that to that <laughs> zig and zag, zig and zag. Hey, I got a quick question for you. I didn't get to watch this, but do you think Brock Purdy could orchestrate two touchdowns <laughs> in four minutes to beat the Raiders after signing with a team two days prior? Probably not, Bob. Probably not. It was hilarious to have back to back primetime games be horrific for three and a half quarters and awesome for five minutes. Because that game five was minutes. like, I don't even, maybe not even five minutes because they were down 16 to three with like four minutes to go. Uh, that was such a bad football game. Like I can't even begin to describe to you how bad that football game was. Oh, I I was looking at the box score <laughs> on my ESPN app, and I'm like, oh, I'm not missing anything. Cool. Derek Carr sucked basically the entire game outside outside of when he was throwing to Devontae Adams. Josh Jacobs got a finger injury. He still had a pretty decent night. And then the Rams all of a sudden woke up with three minutes to go, including a 99-yard touchdown drive <laughs> with less than two minutes to go and no timeouts and scored with like 10 seconds left. I give Swigard crap because he told me that there is no difference between Brock Purdy and Baker Mayfield. 
But in all seriousness, Josh McDaniels should be fired. That dude yeah. signed two days ago. Yeah. Did you see Baker in the post game was asked? He goes, "I was just surprised they decided to put, to play press man coverage with 14 <laughs> seconds to go, <laughs> knowing no, we needed a touchdown with no safety help over the top. None. It was a it was a one on one route with Van Jefferson. He saw the safety go to the middle of the field, looked him off a little bit, and he just he just stared at him like, "All right, you're just going to leave Van Jefferson one on one." And Baker threw a terrific ball. It was perfectly placed. <laughs> That the end. Look here, Baker Mayfield's kind of a douche. I get it. People, a lot of people don't like him. He's had that that his entire career. Baker Mayfield is not any different than what most Americans. <laughs> oh, we'd men all be the same be douche if they were Baker Mayfield. We'd all be the same douche if we were his if, athletically gifted number one overall pick, Heisman Trophy winner. We would all be that big of a douche. Hell, I'm a douche, and I didn't accomplish any of that. You are a douche. Uh, but I, you know, he has had a lot more downs and ups in his NFL career. And I was genuinely happy for him. You know what stat I saw yesterday that blew me away? And I'm going to ask you. You're not going to be able to answer. Uh, hold on. i got to go to my likes to find it. He is the second number one overall pick to play for three teams in five years. Mm-hmm. I would ask you who the other one is, but you'll you'll never guess it. So say the stat again. He's the number The second number one overall pick uh-huh. to play for three teams in five years. It has to be. Jo- oh, no. no. Number one pick because Rosen wasn't There's only one. one other one, and you're, you will literally never guess it because you never heard the name before. I've never heard the name before. The number one pick in the NFL draft. In 1973 by the Houston Oilers was... <laughs> Oh. Oh, yeah, that guy. Johnny Come Lately. His name is actually John. <laughs> is it really? It is. Exactly. Go figure. John Matusak, I believe is how you say his last John name. John Matusak. Matusak. Now, do he you... was a lineman. Yes, he was a lineman. He played for... He was for... an actor, too. Do you know what he's... what who he was? Is this a widely known thing? Nope. Well, for people of my generation, probably. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize. I didn't know John Matusak was the number Swag one. Swag was watching that. He draft. was the number one overall pick in 1973. Yeah. He, he is more known for his acting career, in which he went on to play Sloth in the Goonies. Oh, is he still alive? I don't know. Oh, I'll go but he was. I think he was most known. I was as like, a, is that a, a Raider? Yeah, he well, he played for three different teams in five years. He's the only other guy in the first five seasons as a number one overall pick to play for three yeah. teams. Yeah, uh, and that blue. I read that yesterday. I'm like, wait a minute. Sloth, Sloth the was the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. I knew that guy played football. I just didn't know what his name was. Oh, see, I had no clue that he played football. He's a big dude in that he, movie. He is a big ass dude. Uh, he is not alive. Oh, R.I.P. to Sloth. He died really young. 1989. When was Goonies made? 1985. Uh, Goon- did he die right after making the Goonies? Hold on, let me look. Jeez. All right. came out, I think, early 80s, didn't Yeah, 1985, yeah. You're right. 85, yeah. So four years later, he died. Oh, that sucks, man. He was only 39. He didn't get to quite see the cult classic that it truly became. He did not. Well, maybe he is. Maybe he did. You know what you, I mean? You, you never know. You nev- you, I don't know. I don't know what's going <laughs> I on sure over there. I still don't know. But I saw that set, and I'm like, you know what, dude? Good for Baker. That's really tough to be the second number one overall pick, to play for three teams in five years. Team's just giving up on you. And I, a listener tweeted me after the, at the end of the game because you're kind of in shock. Like, that dude led a 99-yard touchdown drive. He showed up two days ago. They were awful the entire game. They scored two touchdowns in the final three minutes of the game. It was an insane finish. And somebody uh, tweeted me, is this just a lesson that Matt Rule sucks? And I was like, let's add a little nuance here. I think this is, three, this is a three-part equation. Mm. One, Matt Rule does suck, so you are not wrong. Uh, Josh McDaniels is an idiot and a horrible head coach. Yes. I think we could all agree on that. Yeah. And Sean McVay, kind of good, knows what he's doing. <laughs> I was like, I'm, let's let's tie this pie together. It can't just be one thing, okay? We got we to gotta add other components, and I think all three components come out to last night. I don't know if I – look, McVay is a genius. He won a Super Bowl. 
I can't really say much. I don't know if I can give him any credit for yesterday. I don't think Baker ran plays. I think they just like, hey, we got six plays. We're going to run, and you throw these routes. And that play was just, you got one-on-one with no safety help. <laughs> just heave it out there, just big guy. One-on-one, throw a touchdown pass. He outplayed. Derek Carr wore a hand warmer in a dome and got outplayed by Baker Mayfield, who showed up two days ago. I did see your tweet on that, and I thought, wow, that's odd. He wore a hand warmer in a dome. Was he keep, did he keep his black eyeliner in his <laughs> hand had, warmer? Yeah, he was, put, he was reapplying eyeliner <laughs> as he threw a pick at the end of the first half in the end zone. I saw McVay give Baker the uh, game ball in the locker room, and the team went nuts, and I went, hey, how about that? That's a cool moment. Baker, for good guy. for Baker, man. Good for Baker. I, I gambled on Rams plus six and a half. Why? That's a lot of points. It felt like a lot of points in the entire game. I'm like, why did I gamble on Baker Mayfield? I'm such an idiot. There's no chance they're going to do this, and they ended up outright winning. Alright, well, uh, let's see if we talk to Kate He's not texting me back, so uh, we'll see if we talk with Kevin Todd coming up next. If we don't, I got other things I want to get to today. We'll spray the line at 830. We have a lot to discuss. Turn Sprague back with more. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague with you on this uh, beautiful football Friday. Uh, we got Kevin Todd on line for the first time in like a month. He's been busy. He's been flying. He's a jet setter. High flying, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun. KT, good morning. Happy Friday. How you guys doing? Was that like the worst bad beat last night or what? Oh, I had the Rams. You bet on the Raiders last night? Oh, stop it. You didn't have the Rams. I did. I'm, You're not I'll, that bad. I'll text you a picture of the ticket on my DraftKings app. Plus six and a half, baby. Oh it was a lock. Up 16 to three with, what, what, three minutes to go? And they blow that game. Not only did he blow the cover, they lost outright with, with a quarterback that hasn't been on the field with this team for almost 48 hours. <laughs> that just tells you how bad the Raiders coach is, doesn't it? it? I mean, is it the coaches, the players? Plus, they were on a three-game win streak, I believe, and I they know. were playing really good football. Mm-hmm. 
They got away what got them to where they won three games was throwing the balls. Carr threw two picks, one in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the the Raiders are they're trash. Their their coach isn't good. Their season's basically over. What what is that? You have the standings, dirt. Do you have? The yeah, I got the standings here? right here. So for those that are just tuning in, KT is our guy. He's down in Florida, also in New York, sometimes in Vegas. He's he's a jet <laughs> center. I'm telling you, he's all over the place. And he's going against Swag in Spraying Line picks this year. It was me and KT for many years, and then Swag said, "I want my shot at this guy." <laughs> And it's not gone well for Jason Swigard this year. What is the current standings as we see it now? Well, KT had a rough week last week. He went 0-3, mm-hmm. but he still holds first a pretty— First time ever this year. First time this year he's been 0-3. Still holds a significant lead over Swag. Because Swag, in the 0-3 week of Kevin Todd, his opportune moment that he's look, been looking for all season yeah. went 1-2. and two. And so he only picked up a game. Uh, KT is 21-18. and 18. And Swag is 15, 23, and 1. I, I still, KT, I don't know if you saw this because we didn't talk to you last week. I, I didn't understand this move at all. This is a rookie move in a competition of gambling. Swag chose the same game as you with the same team. Yeah, you both bet on USC. He's down six games, seven games. He's choosing one of the three the same as you. I I didn't get that move at all. So uh, we'll see what you do this week. I'm going all e rope dope here. <laughs> okay. Rallying in the ninth and tenth rounds. All right. If you think you can get him. Uh, KT, what's your first pick? Well, we all know that Minnesota has the second best record in the National Football League behind Philadelphia. But yet, they're playing a team with a losing record on the road, and Detroit is favorite. I'm not falling for that trap at all. Mm. Give me Detroit here, whatever that line is. I believe right now I think it's I'm one and a half. the line. Yes. Yeah. I will take Detroit minus the one and a half points at home over Minnesota because every single sucker out there is saying this team, Minnesota, they beat the Jets, which they should have lost, and they're playing Detroit. And everyone thinks Detroit is bad, but this team is getting better every single week. I like Detroit here to win this game. I, I, I might be roaring today as well. I might be with you on that one. What's your second pick? Second pick, let's go to Monday Night Football. The fact that they're making New England's favorite on the road, the way New England's been playing, and the way Mac Jones is screaming out, throw the damn ball, <laughs> they're still making them the favorite at Arizona. I think I think the New England Patriots defense is good enough to keep Murray in check where he can't beat them, and Daniel Jones will do just enough to, to throw the ball and run the ball, keep the ball away from Arizona. I like New England here, minus the two. Yeah. I, I love that line. I, I Damn it. I'm two, a two New picks. England defense against Kyler Murray is just going to be a disaster. Hey, Dirt, what month is it? Uh, it is December. Who's the Cardinals coach? It is Cliff Kingsbury. Ah, yes. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury's time of the year to suck. I love that pick, KT. What's your final one? Second pick is his something that I normally never do, but I'm going to have to. They just have too many offensive weapons, and this defense is the worst in NFL against the run and probably, I think, in the bottom five against the pass. I'm going to take the Dolphins here later three. Mm. I think with Tyree Kill and Waddle, that offense and Tua, they're Mm. not going to put pressure on them. You see what they did to Carr. They didn't do anything to Carr. He was able to score 27 points. In fact, if you remember, the Chargers got a pick six to actually – Make the score closer than it is. 
I like the Dolphins here on the road because they got to go next week to Buffalo, so this is a win they need. I'm going to lay the three here with Miami. I'm excited for that game. We talked about that game yesterday. Uh, I kind of tend to to lean on your side. I think my co-host Dirt would lean the opposite side because he's a duck honk, but <laughs> I like that pick. I think their offense can get it going against this Charger defense. Uh, anything else you're kind of keeping an eye on in the gambling world aside from spraying line picks? Is there is there another thing that you want to throw out that you're kind of keeping your eye on? Not really. I mean, I mean, the Bulls are going to be starting next week. And not only that, I don't know if you remember, uh, last year they had NFL on Saturday and they were thinking about getting rid of it, but they brought it back. So there'll be NFL and college football next Saturday. Ooh. It's going to be great, man. Well, I hope we can get you back on. I know you've been traveling a lot on Friday, so hopefully we can get you back no, on. I'll be here this Friday. Okay. What are you doing this weekend, KT? What do you mean, working? What am I doing? <laughs> Just working all well, weekend? What, what else do I, what don't I do besides work and fish? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, you're living the life, all right? You're, just say it. You're living Are you guys the life. playing golf, at least at the golf club that I bought you? Not, Not right now. It's a little too cold right now. It's freezing up here. But I played well, about 800 rounds this summer. Just, what you need to do is take one of those clubs and hit swag over the head. <laughs> so maybe that'll help him get winners. I think he needs all the help he can get. Thank you for hopping on with us, KT. We'll talk to you next Friday, buddy. <laughs> you got it, guys. <laughs> all right, there we go. Kevin Todd. At Kevin Todd Sports, he's competing against Swag. Yeah, Swag, like, I, picking the same game as him, like, that was a rookie mistake. That was a mistake. I'm sorry. That was Because even if you win it, you're not gaining yeah, any ground. Know. You know, you got you to gotta hedge your bet at this point when I you're this far down. You're not picking the same games as him. I'm going to tell you right now, you only have so many weeks of this thing going. If you have a bad weekend and he has a good weekend, if I'm you, I'm quite literally fading every other pick he makes the rest of the way out. It's possible. You and just hope he has one and two weekends yep. or one and three weekends yep. and you're picking up games here I, or there. I think that's going to be your only uh, recourse at this point because you, you are, you're trailing pretty good. I love that Pats line on Monday night. So do I. I don't know how to feel about Detroit and Minnesota. I'm going to stay away from that game. I'll tell you right now, I love Detroit here. I know I asked Barkley yesterday. The um, double trap. You're putting your hand in the double trap. You know what's funny is I can tell what Ken Barkley really thinks of us because he talks about us on his gambling show, right? He's really nice. He laughs at what we say. He has fun. Uh-huh. Yesterday I tune in and he has a guest on and they brought this game up to the guest. And the guest made a good point. It's one of the things I've been eyeing. Detroit was housing Minnesota earlier this year in Minnesota. They were. And then they just absolutely, they, Swift got hurt. Uh, they had a, 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 Brown got hurt. Their offense went to crap. They blew the lead. Minnesota wins. He told the guest, he goes, yeah, I did an interview earlier, and I went, oh, oh, that's oh. us. Hey. And he goes, I did an interview earlier, and the guy was saying that it's a trap, but it's not the trap you think it is. There's another trap. <laughs> and he just basically clowned me for like two minutes. It was just like, there's a trap and a trap, I guess. I, I, I don't know. What do you like on this game? And the guy just laughed, and then Costos laughed. and You can't triple stamp a double stamp? You can't triple no. stamp a double stamp. But I was like, hey. Look at that. He thinks I'm an idiot. He comes on this show. We ask him gambling questions. We have fun with him. And then he goes to his show and says, I do this uh, interview with two idiots. <laughs> these are the gambling questions that they ask. Hey, I, we're both having good years here, Bob. We are having good years. I think it's a valid point to say it could be a trap in a trap. Minnesota's capable of blowing out the Lions. They have the talent to do it. Yeah, I just don't like I, I don't trust either team this weekend. 
Like, I see both. Like, this is one of those games where you can – I always try and make the argument. All right, who's going to win in my head? Like, what bet do I feel confident in? And if you want to tell me you like Detroit for all the reasons you like Detroit, I totally get it. Like, yeah, they were beating up on them last time. They're playing great football right now. Yeah. Divisional game. Their, their playoff lives are kind of on the line if they want any remote chance to get back into this. Huge game for them. But Minnesota's also 10-2, and two, and they keep winning one-score games. And at what point are we done with the, like, well, they're lucky and they're overrated? Like eleven and two, twelve and two, thirteen and like. At what point are we like? Eh, maybe Minnesota's just a good team that knows how to win close games. They they could be very well. That could be true. I think what people look at and say though is at some point the winning one score game thing it always breaks the other way. It not does, always. No, no, not no. always. If you go look at the history of the NFL, you do not get teams that go a whole season where every one score game goes your way, and you you have to acknowledge. I like Minnesota. They're fun. They're dangerous to gamble on. They come up with just the odds of the Jefferson catch in Buffalo. That play itself is just like, whoa. And maybe that'll happen this weekend, but I think that's the other side of it is there's going to be a game where that one score thing, it bites them. It doesn't go their way, and it, it kind of it evens itself out more so than it does go one way the whole year. You're not wrong there. I, I would say that they a lot of the reason they are in one-score games is because they let their foot off the gas and they allow teams back into games. They do have games like the Detroit game earlier this year where they came back. Buffalo, they came back. The Buffalo game, they yeah. came back. Yeah, they either blow a lead and win or right. they come back and win. I mean, last week they were dominating the Jets. Like Kevin, KT can come on and say they, the Jets should have won that game. Like, yeah, they had their shots in the goal line. Minnesota was also up 20-3 to in the first yeah. half of that game. They were all over them, and I was cashing that win bad and then they made me sweat it out all the way until the end I'm excited for that game though because Detroit is playing better football and I just I don't know who to trust I don't feel Mm. like I I don't feel confident in either side that's a stay away for me this weekend uh something I want to get to in the NFL and we'll do it next on the fan baseball is in full swing NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app the biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app I uh, I want to get to something we didn't get to yesterday. I had it in my notes. We'll spray the line today, so get those spray the line sponsors in at 503-250-1080. That is our beautiful and lovely fan text line. And uh, we have a lot to get, but I, I want to, I saw this from uh, John Orand. Orand? Orand. Orand? Orand? Yeah. Sports business journal writer. Oh, it's like O-U-R-A-N-D, right? Yes, yeah, Swag, what would you say to that? O-U-R-A-N-D. O-R-A-N? I think it's O-R-A-N-D. Say it again. O-R-A-N-D. 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 Yeah. Mm. There was a host in Dallas. Uh, he hosts the morning show in Dallas, RJ Chop. He's a good friend of the show. Uh, they do a really good show out there in the morning. Sometimes I'll turn it on on my drive-in. And uh, he had a thing. He was, a, he was an English minor, I guess, in college. And he had, he had a bit where he was saying his co-host name is S-H-A-N. And it's it's a kind of a different spelling, but it's Sean. And he was he was maintaining that he says Sean differently based on how it's spelled. So the S-H-U, uh, S-H-A-U-N versus Sean. Sean. And then if and it's then if S-E-A-N, like the, then it's Sean. But he was doing the S H A W N. He was like Sean, Sean, <laughs> and they, 
and he was just doing a bit on it, and he was like, no, and he was being deadly serious, and they were like, dude, you're saying the same It's name. the same damn name. And he goes, no, it's not. And they go, okay. And they took music away at Ben Music, and he said it, and he's like, Sean? Sean? Sean. Like, it's the same thing. The same damn thing. How pretentious do Sean's have to be to have like 30 different ways to spell their name? Well, I don't think it's their choice. So and... he's calling them pretentious. They didn't name themselves. How pretentious do the parents of Sean's have to be to try and like, I want a, I want a unique name spelling. So I'm going to go with a different. There should be one spelling for Sean. There's S-H- What's the correct spelling for Sean? For me, it's always the way it sounds. It's S-H-A-W-N. Yes. Sean. Sean. There's oh, like a see, w sound it, everybody there. growing up, it was S. C-A-N. See, I used to think that name, because there was an actor in a kid's show I watched, I used to think his name was Seen. I done seen you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, and then my mom goes, no, his name's Sean. I'm like, Sean? That's, Sean? that's yeah. not a Sean. I don't know if it's Irish or Scottish or where, but yeah, that's the, Well, I that was the one that. Having an S-H-A-N spelling, I mean, you be called Shan your whole life. Yeah. Shan, Shan, Shan. I've seen that on Twitter probably 10,000 times. Every time I've seen it, I've always thought it's R-J and Shan. Every really? time, I'd never do his name with Sean. Yeah, it's Sean. I would never guess that. Why would you spell Sean S-H-A-N? I Just put the W in there. You're just missing a letter. You took a letter out for no yeah. reason. Well, you I think use, there's uh, a typo on the birth certificate and they just I would hope it? so. No, I, th- I think they spelled, like, wow. I, I'm, I'll use me. Why is Brandon spelled with an O at the end? When nobody calls me Brandon, it's Brandon. It's Brandon. Brandon. It's Brandon. Oh. Yeah, if, Isn't that more of an I-E sound at the end there? I, I don't know. As a kid, that always threw me off a little it's bit. It's not as much of an O. I don't know if it's an I-E sound. Maybe more of an E-N sound. Brandon. Yeah. Brandon. Yeah, it's not much of a Brandon. No. Yeah. I hate when people try to emphasize that, too. Is it Brandon O-N? Oh. Yes, it's the normal spelling. Brandon. It's, my name's the normal spelling. My name's Brandon. Uh, yeah. I, that's, I kind of appreciated Brandon Cooks for that. He went I-N. I'm like, thank yeah. you. This kind of makes sense when I read it out loud. Brandon. I think to help everybody out, we should spell names phonetically. That's the way we should operate as a society. I might put a poll question on this and tag him in it and be like, what is the proper way to spell Sean to you when you hear that name? <laughs> uh, I want to get to – so John Oren, a long way of saying – of Sports Business Journal, he's reporting that the NFL had four overseas games this year. He basically said – Oh, buckle up, West Coasters. We could have as many as eight 6.30 a.m. games next year. Are you guys in or out on the 6.30 a.m. game on Sundays? You know, it doesn't really affect me as long as it's not a, a great game. Like, if, if as long as you don't give me, like, Bills and Chiefs, don't give, you know, you know oh, what I mean? See, I think we should be getting more no, no, better I don't want matchups. That. I want those in prime time. Why? I want those. That I don't a prime want the, time window. There's nothing else going 6:30 on. Six thirty in the morning is not prime time for the majority of people on the West Coast. Dude, stop it! Stop it! Line and stop watch it. the game. What stop are we doing it. here? Stop it! Okay, what are we doing? There is no Carrie Underwood lead-in that you've been waiting all day for Sunday morning at six thirty. That does not happen because Sunday night is prime time. Monday night is prime time. I want those games in Sunday night or Monday night football. Governor White and all die for not Sunday night at six thirty. In the morning, if I don't, I I actually love Europe football yeah. when it's a game that I don't care about. Wow! Because I don't feel like I have to wake up and watch the entire thing. You You're get up when you get up. The game's on. Boo. It's great to have football on in the morning, but it's like yeah. Bucks and Seahawks. I don't care who wins that game. You didn't care about that game? No. I mean, I gambled on the Bucks, so I I cared in that aspect of it. Wow! But I have no rooting interest. I'm not vested in this game. Yeah, I guess it would be. I hope it's more East Coast teams because obviously. 9.30 yes. on the East Coast isn't 
unreasonable. That's palatable. 8.30 in Central Time. You guys wouldn't want, like, Chargers and no. Seahawks. Chargers 49ers. Chargers or 49ers. Like that. No, no, I want the, no. 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 Why? No. What, what is your guys' problem? I think playing overseas is stupid. Oh, I do too, but they're doing it and you got to <laughs> lean into it. They're going to create another NFL. I mean, Europe. I don't have to lean into it. Well, they're already I'm talking push about back the entire yeah, way, France, damn it. France and Spain hosting games. Yeah, they're, they're, France. They're, why are we going to France? Dude, NFL Europe is coming back. Like, get ready for that. It is. Whether you well, like I still it or not, think eventually back. when they went to that 17 game schedule, everybody would will eventually have a neutral site game, essentially. So you'll have eight home, eight road, and Mm -hmm. then there'll be one international game that every team will play. Well, you you sit here and poo-poo this dirt, Mm -hmm. but, like, eight games is a pretty substantial amount. You're doubling up what you had, like... There's going to be a couple good well, games. Well, can you in put those. some in like Japan or Australia so they're on Saturday night, late night? Oh, hell yeah. Now you're tickling my fancy. Hold on here. You give me like a 10 p.m. kick on a Saturday night. We're going Stanford Rice in Australia. <laughs> yes. We're going Dodgers Diamondbacks yes. at like 2 o'clock in the morning. That's what I'm over talking there. about. <laughs> Now I'll take now I'll take my uh, Chargers Niners from Sydney yeah. with a 10 p.m. You Pacific. give me that following Bro, up Pac-12 after dark hour flight. Hell yeah, brother! What well, is it right give now? Give them their bye week the next week. What's then? from Cali to London? Is that it's not eight? It's like no, it's five. I think it's, it's twelve, right? Because it's yeah. from New York to London's eight. Yeah. Uh, 10 hours from Los Angeles. You can fly from L.A. to London. 10 hours 10. and 15 minutes. So, I it's mean. It's only going to cost you 1100 bucks. The extra eight hours is a huge difference. It's a guy who's oh, flown that's from a Seattle mass- to Korea. Yeah, you're not going Oof. to Australia. I love the thought. It'll never happen. I remember we landed in South Korea, and they had this, like, random thing about, hey, if you flew here, this is what it would be. And, and they put Australia up, and it was like, you'd still have four and a half more hours. And I was like, oh, my God. No. It's probably the reason I'll never go to Australia is I don't want to get on a plane for 18 hours. I yeah, the uh, the tough part, too, about scheduling these games, and we do this every year in the primetime slate. Last night is a, is a great example of this. You, you can schedule all you want thinking, ooh, that'll be a nice game. And then it's Raiders and Rams. They have a lot of duds on primetime because they played that game and they lost. You, you And you will every year because it's the NFL. Russell Wilson in Denver? Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, the Raiders added the best wide receiver in the NFL. And they suck butt this year. Yeah, I know they won butt. three games in a row, but get out of here. The Rams were the super defending Super Bowl champions. And they suck They butt. suck major butt that this year. That was a game of sucking butt. Yes, it was. And it, we all thought when the season, I'm, I guarantee you go back to like August, the national conversation, huh, Raiders and Rams? On December, whatever last night was, 8th, that's going to be a good game. So we're in or out on the eight games in, in overseas? I mean, I'm okay with it. Okay. All right. I Just don't give me Chiefs and Bills. Like like those kind of big-time matchups that we know are going to be big-time okay. matchups. For the love of God, don't don't kick them off at 630. Uh, hour number two, the commissioner steps in it, and he tries to backtrack. We need to discuss that uh, and a whole lot more. Hour number two, Dirt and Sprague on the Odyssey app and 1080. The- you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.